You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Podcast. Discover the tools you need to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. From family and wellness to business and goals, it's time to dream out loud. It's time to rock it. This stuff will rock your world. Rock! And now your host, Chasta. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Rock Your Life Podcast. I am Chasta, your host, and ah, it feels good to be back kicking off the new year right by bringing back the podcast. And I say bringing back because this is the first episode I have done in several months. I took um, several months off last year because of a good reason, actually. It was because I had a great promotion at work. Um, but because of that promotion, it sort of took over my life and I had a lot to learn. I still have a lot to learn, uh, but I needed to give myself the time uh, to learn that new job as best as humanly possible. So anything that wasn't absolutely crucial had to go on the back burner so that I could properly focus. So I did that uh, for a good solid, you know, four or so months. And here we are, a new year, new perspective. And a big key component of me being able to do this podcast and bring it back to life this year is the fact that I am learning how to delegate in my new job as boss lady at 1077 The Bone. Of course, when I was learning every new skill that I needed to learn to take on this position, I also took them all on myself because that's what I do at first. But with the wise advice uh, from some people above me, I am learning how to delegate, and I'm feeling pretty good about it, actually. Big shout out to my boy, Joe Hawk, who has helped me every single day do everything I needed help with at The Bone um, since he got hired back in September. Also, baby Huey, uh, he is really stepping up as well, and the three of us are going to really, really hit it hard this year, of course, uh, with Lamont and Tonelli as well, and they are always busy doing their Monster Morning Show. So I'm uh, feeling good about 2022 as far as 107.7 The Bone stands. But as far as my personal life, I do need to give it a little bit of love. And I do actually think of this podcast as part of my personal life. I mean, it is business. It is, you know, online and it's audio and that's what I do for a living. But also, it just brings me a whole lot of joy to do this podcast because quite frankly, this is where I process a lot of things in real time. I mean, as I'm speaking to you guys and saying some of these things out loud, it's just really good and really healthy for me to get it out of my head and onto this podcast because sometimes that's when I figure out things for myself and you're hearing that in real time. So thank you for helping me with my therapy. Appreciate that. Um, so I'm super excited to bring back the podcast for 2022. We're going to have a great year. And we're going to start off with probably not a surprise to you if you have been listening to this podcast since its inception. My list for the new year, we've got 22 for 2022, and I'm so excited. Now I have to give proper credit where credit is due. I got this idea from Gretchen Rubin and Liz Craft on the Happier Podcast. I adore that podcast, and I started doing this list with them years ago. I think it was maybe in 2018. It was like 18 for 2018. And of course, every year you add one more. And so the point of this list is really whatever you want it to be. 
It can be personal goals. It can be professional goals. It can be a mix of the two. Uh, it could be serious stuff, fun stuff, a mix of all that. And mine is kind of a mix of all that. Um, so I did this last year, my 21 for 2021 list. Um, I didn't do super great last year. And a lot of that, again, is because for the back half of the year, uh, my life got taken over by my job. Um, and so everything sort of went to the back burner. But what I will say is on last year's list, something that I do want to mention that I accomplished that I will be bringing into this year as well is the fact that I moved my body every day for half an hour a day minimum. And I did 100 sit-ups a day every single day last year. Did not miss a day. Um, so the fact that I was able to at least, if nothing more on a personal level, prioritize my family and prioritize myself in doing that, I felt really good about that, you know, because I could have easily sloughed that off and just said, no, nah, screw it. I don't have time to go run or I don't have time to do my sit-ups or whatever. But I was focused on giving myself just that half an hour at least to prioritize my health, my workout, which is mental therapy for me as well. So I'm not going to go over my entire list for last year because quite frankly, a lot of them I did not do. So uh, those were the first two that I did accomplish. I was very proud about that. Um, some other things I did, finally got to take Cody to Oogie Boogie Bash at Disneyland. So proud of that. So grateful for the opportunity. And I say that because it is um, a lottery. So if you've ever been, you know that you kind of have to win tickets in that lottery. Well, you win the chance to buy the tickets. <laughs> I guess that's the better way to put it. Um, so we got to do that. I hosted the Rock Your Life run last year, which I was really, really proud of myself and Sydney, my assistant for helping me do that. That was crazy. She is the producer of this podcast. She's also my assistant and she really helped me put that together. Um, and then a couple little things that I wanted to get done here and there. I you know, went through and donated linens, purged my closet, stuff like that. Um, but by and large, the rest of it, I did not accomplish because life just got way, way, way out of hand. And I rolled some of those over into this year. So I am going to go through my list, but I do encourage you to grab a piece of paper or in a note in your phone, develop your own list, maybe still some of mine. I certainly have been inspired by other people's list. You can also go on social media and just look up the hashtag 22 for 2022 and you'll find other people have posted their list um, and maybe you can get some inspiration from them. But I would encourage you to do your own list with me now. If you think of something, just jot it down. I love putting pen to paper. Actually, I'm a pencil person putting pencil to paper and writing things out. So here we go. 22 for 2022. Now I start out my list with a phrase, a focus phrase of the year, I call it. It could be a word. Last year, it was a phrase. Last year's was breathe in grace, <laughs> which Lord knows I needed to do. And I did. Uh, but I really, I wisely picked that in the beginning of last year and breathing in grace for myself, for others, for my workload, for all of it, um, was something that I really put to good use last year. So that was last year's. This year, it's just one word, and it's light. The word light, as in you turn on a light. And I've really been thinking about words that sort of represent who I am or who I want to be or what I want to put out in the world. And light is a very important word for me. First of all, I want to be a light in the world. I want to make this world a brighter, 
happier place. When I walk into a room, I want to light it up, you know, with my positivity and my energy and hopefully share my love with people. And that's always a goal for me, always has been. Um, Also, I'm very keen on shining the light on others. I love to think of myself at the bone or on Soundwaves TV or even on this podcast as I am the spotlight shining outward, right? I have this platform and my platform at the bone, my platform at Soundwaves TV. I'm grateful for those platforms because I'm able to be just that, to shine the light on people that I feel like deserve it. You know, with Soundwaves TV, it's bands and, you know, artists that are putting great content out into the world and, you know, doing amazing things. Same thing with this podcast. I've talked to so many incredible, inspirational people on this podcast and shining the light on them is so important to me. Uh, and I do that on the bone as well, you know, and and then also the word light is something I want to remind myself to be as in take life a little bit lighter. You know, we have a lot of fun on the bone, especially on the morning show with Lamont Tinelli. We do some silly, crazy uh, light news, if you will. We tell fun stories, we cover wackadoo news. And it's really nice to just have that light side of my life where I'm not taking life too seriously. We just kind of, you know, we just laugh. And you need more laughter. I think we all need more laughter these days. So it's a reminder to also just be a little bit lighter, you know, and live in that side of the world a little bit more and not just uh, on the radio. And lastly, sending people light. That's something that I do when I tell somebody that I'm praying for them. When I pray for them, I physically, in my brain, I think of sending them healing light. It's something that I learned from a friend a really long time ago, and I do that with everyone I love. When I think of them, I try to send them typically like a white, bright, shiny, beautiful light, like healing energy. And so that is another way of thinking of the word light, which is why I picked this word, because I feel like it really hits on a lot of key points in my life. So light is my focus word of the year. So you can pick a focus word or phrase, whatever you like, but that is mine. All right, so let's get into our actual list, 22 for 2022. Now I'm gonna continue from last year into this year, moving my body every day for 30 minutes minimum. I do wanna clarify because people always get very freaked out about this idea Especially if I say I'm sick, I mean, even with COVID twice, I have still moved my body. I want to make sure that I'm clear that when I say I work out every day, it doesn't have to be something super intense. It doesn't have to be running every day or doing weightlifting every day or really struggling in a workout. It can be those things, and oftentimes it is because I'm a runner by nature. I love running. I love lifting weights. makes me feel strong and healthy. So my typical mix of working out Sundays I do yoga because it's stretching and relaxing, sets me up mentally for my week ahead. And then I usually do three to four days of running because it's my favorite exercise. And I'm always trying to do weights with legs one day and arms one day, just sort of balance out my frame, if you will. Um, So it's kind of a rotation of things. However, with times like last year when I was unbelievably busy at work, I would walk on my treadmill. And I will tell you this, my treadmill desk, (laughs) this is not an ad, not a sponsor, but holy crap, it completely changed my life. Just being able to jump on the treadmill, having my laptop up there so I could still continue to work um, because things were so intense for a while. I was working like 
everywhere. Like when I was taking a pee, I was like literally had my laptop on my lap. I'm not joking. It was that intense for a while. Thank God it's not right now. Um, But that treadmill desk really helped because I could pop my laptop up there, continue to work and still move my body at the same time. So that really um, made it possible for me to accomplish that. Also, 100 sit-ups a day. Now, here's my caveat with this. Every day, I wouldn't do 100 sit-ups. I would make them up when I needed to. If I could accomplish them every day, then I would do that. But if I skipped a day, the next day I would do 200. Or if I skipped two days, the next day I would do 300. I always made it up. So 100 sit-ups a day, but not consecutively. I would work out every day, but the 100 sit-ups I could make up. Does that make sense? Give yourself grace. You know, these are hard things to do every day. So that's how I accomplished it. So I'm taking those two things into the new year, moving my body every day for half an hour minimum, 100 sit-ups a day. I'm adding to that that I make sure I do something with my arms or legs weekly. So as I mentioned, it was kind of sort of a goal last year. I always try to do weights at some point, but I do want to make sure I'm focusing on my arms and legs weekly. So I have a little check mark on my calendar where I just know that that little purple check mark is the fact that I've done arms or legs. My gratitude journal daily. I am a bit ashamed that this is something I let go of last year. It should not have happened. That gratitude journal is the first thing I do whenever I wake up in the morning. And it really mentally puts me on the right path. And I should not have let that go because it literally takes five to 10 minutes. It's not that much time, but it was one of those things that just so easily got cast away whenever I got super busy. Uh, It bums me out because I should not have let that happen. I need that for myself, for my mental health, and I'm bringing it back. And I've done great so far this year. We're on the 10th of January. So, so far, so good. Um, Getting my photo books up to date. I don't know how you are with your digital photos. Do you print them out? Do you make books? What do you do? Because I do love to make books. I'll tell you a story that was equal parts heartwarming and heartbreaking. Over Christmas time, our family had COVID in our house again. And so we had a lot of family time, which was amazing. Um, And so we went through some photos and stuff. I pulled out some old photo books of when Cody was just like one and two years old. And I have not done my photo books since then. If that tells you how many years I'm behind, he's five. So when I pulled them out, he pulled them into his room and he started sleeping with these photo books. And I would get up in the morning and he would wake up and I would see that he had read it while he was trying to go to bed or woke up in the morning and read it. When I say read it, I mean, look at the photos. Um, But it was just so precious. And I thought I need to be better for him with that. He really enjoys looking at old photos. And I have them all. I take 4 million of them, but they live on my phone. And what good is that? He doesn't see them. And then if my phone dies or something crashes, I have, you know, a chance at losing all of them, which would be beyond heartbreaking. So that is a big goal for me, getting all of my photo books up to date. Damn it. I will. I will make that happen. I've had that one roll over for a few years in a row, a row and I'm just tired of thinking about it. So I need to be done. Uh, same thing with his baby book, although I am almost done with that. I need to get his uh, baby book completed. Also, last year, I had on there to do a first five years video of Cody's life. I have all these videos on my phone. I wanted to edit them together for his fifth birthday. Unfortunately, I didn't accomplish that. I do have a friend, my dear friend, Dennis from Soundwaves TV, who I sort of forced into doing it. <laughs> I, I, I guess I, um, I offered him up um, to do that 
I volunteered him against his will, and uh, we didn't make it happen probably because he didn't have time for that BS. Um, but hopefully he will this year. And if not, I'm just going to have to learn how to edit on my own, which I probably should do anyway. Uh, number eight, take Cody snowboarding. This is something that I wanted to do over the last couple of years, but wasn't able because of COVID. So hopefully this year we'll find time or be able to do that while there's still snow. I've already started number nine, which is unsubscribing to email list. I'm sure you have the same exact issue. We all get a million emails from a million different places. If you ever buy anything, then they send you uh, an email a day about it, basically. So I'm unsubscribing to a lot of them. Some of them I'll keep because you get some good deals, but there's a lot that need to go. Number 10, purge master and guest closets. I just sort of keep this as an ongoing one on my list because I am a continual purger. I think it's healthy to continually purge things. So that'll be on the list. Same thing with my jewelry. I love jewelry. I buy a lot of jewelry. Not expensive jewelry. I love costume jewelry. I love any kind of jewelry. Um, So it accumulates. So I have a lot of old stuff I need to go through. Number 12 is get Cody into music weekly, meaning drums or if he wants to do something else, whatever. My husband owns a music center, so there's really no reason why we can't get him into music, whether he takes guitar lessons or drum lessons from his daddy or he goes and plays the piano, but I want to make sure that we're prioritizing that weekly. Uh, Number 13, food prep veggies on Sunday. It used to be master food prep, and I've realized that I'm never going to master food prep. It's just not in me. For some reason, I have a real hard time with this, but because of Blue Apron, Not that this is an ad. I wish it was. Blue Apron, give me a call. But because of Blue Apron, we already do three fresh new recipes every single week. That mixed in with a couple of things that my family just loves and never gets tired of. I feel like that's sufficient. But the one thing I do still want to work on with food prep is veggies. Just getting roasted veggies done on Sunday. It takes no time at all. It is the most simple thing. Like yesterday was a Sunday. Husband and I just threw some broccoli in a bowl, olive oil, salt, pepper, lemon juice, roasted it up for 10 minutes, and it's perfect. And now we have it throughout the week. So I just want to focus on getting more veggies available to not just me and my husband, but obviously for Cody, most especially for him. Because, you know, five-year-olds and veggies are hard. Uh, Number 14, check on core friends weekly. Again, feel terrible saying this, but it's the absolute truth. Got so busy with life, I really became not a very good friend. I'll give you an example. My dear friend Marcy, I bought her the cutest little present in the summertime. I was going to give it to her because she got a new place. And then her birthday happened. So it became got a new place and birthday. And then it sat by my door for months and became a Christmas present. Like, really? Six months to go give a friend a present and all I had to do was leave it on her door. I mean, that's just unacceptable. So being a little bit more thoughtful as a friend, even just sending text messages to my core friends and going, hey, how you doing? Sending you love and light, thinking of you. It's really not that hard, but I need to focus on it. Number 15, finish household facts of life binder. That is the binder I bought from my dear friend Lisa Woodruff at Organize 365. I adore her. She is a mentor in my head. I've had her on this podcast before. Um, She is the queen of organization and I bought a great binder. I started it and I have not finished it. Facts of Life Binder is just basically all the important information about my family. I want to make sure it's all organized in there. Passports, birth certificates, medical records, anything that you would need to grab quickly about your family family or your household should be in one place. And so that's what that's about. Number 16, update all framed pictures in the house. 
I feel like this is going to be an ever rotating one because I swear to you, as soon as I update them, it feels like a year has already gone by and they need to be updated again. But I just want to make sure that when I walk through my house, I'm looking at photos of everyone. It's not from 10 years ago. Um, number 17, host the Rock Your Life run again. I have high hopes to do that again. No date set yet. I need to work with Sydney on that um, because she is at college and not here to help me as hands-on as she was last year. So that's going to be a little bit trickier, but I'm sure we'll make it happen. Number 18, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this one. Start Christmas shopping in July. I love Christmas because I love my family and I love the joy and all that stuff. What I hate about it is I hate the shopping part and the headache and the frustration and the list and the trying to be super genuine, but also like a deadline looming over my head that I have to get the shopping done by this day. It's just, it's too much. It's too much. So I'm going to take that pressure off myself. And I'm just going to shop throughout the year. If I see something that, oh my gosh, I know so-and-so would love that. I'm just going to pick it up. I'm going to pick it up, stash it in a place in my house. That way I'm not in crunch mode. Number 19, text back right away. Now this one is tricky. This one is real tricky. In fact, I posted a meme the other day about this uh, because it was so accurate. I don't know if you do this, but somebody will text you. And you look down at it and you don't have the perfect response in the moment. Maybe the response is complicated or they're asking you to do something specific or whatever, but you don't have the perfect thing to say right then. So you're like, ah, I'll get back to them. And then you go on about life, right? And you forget, or maybe you just intentionally don't text them right back because you don't know how. And then weeks will go by. And then maybe you need to text them again for something completely different, or they're just a friend of yours and you feel like a jerk because you haven't talked to them in a couple weeks. And then you go back to text them and that text is still lingering there. It's just looking at you like, how dare you not respond? That happens to me because I do this frequently. I hate that I do it, but I also have a little excuse because I wake up to a lot of text messages. People text me at nighttime, but I go to bed super early because I wake up at 345 in the morning. So I I wake up at 3.45, I see the text message. I don't want to text those people back because I don't want to wake them up. But then I go about my day and then I, you know, by five o'clock that afternoon, I'm like, oh my God, I haven't texted whoever back. So it's a real issue in my life. I just need to text something back. Even if it's, hey, got your text. Um, this is complicated. I'll get back to you. I love you. Whatever. I just need to say something so it's not just sitting there staring at me. Number 20, pretty simple. We need to get our roof redone in a bad way. It's leaking in our sunroom. Our sunroom is practically doesn't even have a roof at this point. So we got to get that redone. We're on their list. Hopefully it'll happen sooner than later. Almost done. Number 21, celebrate small holidays. Uh, this is something that I got from Gretchen Rubin. Again, double shout out in this podcast. Her um, books, actually, I read all of her books. They're all fantastic. Uh, the Happiness Project, Better Than Before, Outer Order, Inner Calm, uh, The Four Tendencies. She has a lot of great books. So in one of those books, I don't remember which one, quite frankly, but uh, in one of those books, she talks about the idea of celebrating small holidays. We all go nuts about Halloween and Christmas or whatever, but the there's fun to be had in smaller holidays. Even though I don't like Valentine's Day, I still want to make sure that my son feels loved and my husband, obviously. Um, so I could do something a little for the two of them or St. Patty's Day or Cinco de Mayo or whatever. Just something little. You know, maybe we make green cupcakes on St. Patty's Day, um, you know, or we do make sure Taco Tuesday is on Cinco de Mayo this year, even though it doesn't fall on a Tuesday, I don't believe. But, you know, you get what I'm saying. You get the idea. In some small nod, celebrate small holidays. And the last one, 22, 
Keep a to-da list. This is something I did last year and I was super glad that I did it because here's why. I am very hard on myself. <laughs> I just am. It's my nature. People tell me all the time like, oh, don't be so hard on yourself. Take a break. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I know. But I don't take breaks very well. I don't sit idly by. I'm just not that person. I get very uncomfortable if I'm not working towards something or have something on the list or, you know, I just always need goals. And so the flip side of that is that I'm also not really great about patting myself on the back when I do accomplish something, which is super lame, but it's the truth. So if I accomplish something cool, I'm like, yay, go me. And then I just literally move on and I go right to the next thing. I never take time to go, oh, well, good job, you know, pat on the back. I did this thing that I wanted to do and I'm proud of it and all that stuff. I'm not very good at that. So by keeping a to-da list instead of a to-do list in my phone, it helps me remember the things that I accomplished throughout the year. So it was really nice at the end of last year to go back through my to-do list and go, oh my God, I did do that. I forgot I did that. Big stuff sticks out like, you know, hosting the Rock Your Life run, you know, getting $4,000 out of that run to give to a charity. That was a big thing. I'm not going to forget that. But, you know, buying organizational things for all of my drawers and getting all my clothes organized, I easily would have forgotten about that. But that was something I really wanted to do. It gives me a lot of joy every day in my life to have organized drawers. <laughs> and it was on my to-do list. So I was like, oh, yeah, go me. So it's nice to keep a to-do list. So there you go. That is it. 22 for 2022. I love just as much as I love putting together my own list. I love seeing other people's list. So if you do create one of these lists, please let me know about it. I would love for you to, you can tag me on social media. I spend most of my time on Instagram at Chasta Lynn, C-H-A-S-T-A-L-Y-N-N. Or you can always email me as well, chastaonair at gmail.com. I take a little screenshot. You can post it on Instagram. Just tag me. And also feel free to tag the originator of this idea. Her name, again, Gretchen Rubin, The Happier Podcast. Great podcast. Um, and yeah, I would love to see it. Good luck with your year. I hope it's a happy one so far. Next week, next episode, we are going to be talking about personal symbols. I have chosen a personal symbol and it is so powerful. And I bought something in order to see it every day so I can remember and be reminded every day of the symbol and why I chose it. So we're going to get into that because it's really, really powerful. And I do highly recommend that you choose a personal symbol or totem, if you will, whatever you want. Um, I think there's some real value there. So we're going to talk about that in the next episode. Until then, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Make your list. Check it off. Have a wonderful new year. And I'll talk to you next week. And in the meantime, you know what I say now. Rock your life.